Justin Tucker, the senior, on to try a 40-yard field goal out of the hold of Cade McCrary. The final play of the rivalry. Good snap and hold. Tucker's kick is up. Justin's kick is good! It's good! Welcome to the Texas Football Talk. I'm your host, Jeremy Lockby. Once again, joined by my brother, Clint. In this episode, the last fall preview, covering the running back position. How you doing, brother? Hey, doing wonderful, man. Like you said, it's the last one. Uh, we just finished up the tight ends, uh, which we've been going out uh, this week as well. But I know everybody's really, really excited about this running running back room. Um, you know, when, when you go from from f- top to bottom, we'll kind of get into experience versus talent. Um, but I want to get your thoughts, man. Uh, you're really your keys, man, to this running back room. Well, the first thing I ask myself is, do we have the best running back in the conference? Uh, there's a group of, of great running backs, uh, Letty Brown, Brees Hall uh, in this conference. And I think B. John Robinson stacks up with, with those guys uh, in particular and could be the best running back in the conference. Uh, but then I asked myself, could he be the best in the nation? Again, he's on the preseason Maxwell Award winner uh, list. He's on the Dope Walker Award winner list. Uh, five star out of Tucson, Arizona. Can he be the best in the country under Steve Sarkeesian? Uh, then I asked myself, can they, can they be effective in the passing game? Uh, will we see you know Steve Sarkeesian utilize the likes of Bijan, Keelan, and, and Roshan out of the passing game? Multifaceted. Uh, your thoughts on 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 Bijan and the effectiveness of the passing game uh, for the University of Texas running. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely, man. So, so uh, again, and I think you talked about this a little bit, is that uh, you wish you would have been used a lot more last year to get a larger sample size of, of what you're going to get from Bijan, you know, uh, versus the last few games where obviously everybody in the country seen uh, what he was capable of doing um, outside of what he did at Tucson, Arizona, running for crazy, crazy, like 20 yards per per carry averages. Um, to me, uh, last Doak Walk winner, Doak Walker Award winner you had was 2016 with Deontay Foreman. Um, can Bijan do it again? Absolutely. Do I think he can be one of the best running backs in the nation? Absolutely. Uh, but again, you're going against some guys, man, in conference like Brees Hall um, that are also done a really, really good job, but they've got a larger sample size than what Bijan has. Uh, but again, what we think about Bijan, uh, give Bijan the ball 20 to 25 yards, uh, you know. Uh, uh, per game and let Bijan be Bijan. Um, as far as the pass game, um, yeah, I, I can tell you that it, again, if you go back and look at kind of listen to what Steve Sarkeesian talks about, um, he says that the running back is probably the least covered uh, person in the pass game, uh, position in the pass game. Uh, absolutely, Steve Sarkeesian is going to take advantage of that. I think what Steve Sarkeesian looks for in a running back is a, a running back can not only run the ball, uh, but you know, uh, get out there on wheel routes, man, and, and catch it. And you've seen it at Alabama and you've seen it in Atlanta. Um, it is previous stops. And and I think that uh, when you're talking about B. John Robinson, who we've seen, you know, catch the ball, um, not just on screen passes, but really on wheel routes. Same thing with Roshan Johnson. And I think when you get really down to Keelan Robinson, his gadget guy, I think definitely going to see these guys used in the passing game. Absolutely. Yeah, really excited about, you know, a screen pass to, to Bijan with Christian Jones and Denzel Okafor out front of him, uh, busting, busting wide open. Because we saw that in the games against Kansas State and Colorado. It's huge runs, huge big plays uh, uh, from Bijan. 
Um, and yeah, like I, I expect them to be utilized in the passing game because again, you want your weapons out in space against slower linebackers or on a wheel route against a, an outside linebacker. And Bijan made catches in the passing game just like that, and Roshan as well. We've seen Roshan make plays out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. And then you talked about the 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 skill set of Keelan Robinson and his speed. Uh, get him in space on linebackers, safeties, and and, and, and as many opportunities as possible can. Because uh, like you said, they are the least covered receivers on the offensive side of the football field. Uh, Two-back sets. Uh, what do you think about two-back sets? Maybe using Roshan as a um, fullback in certain situations? Or does it look like a traditional tee where you got two running backs lined up beside the quarterback uh, in a shotgun? And then you're looking at die plays with a lead blocker. How do you see the running – or do you see them both flaring out in a, into some kind of uh, pass game? Uh, how, do you see them utilizing two back sets, and if so, who would be your two backs that you that you would frequent frequently use in that in that condition? I, I'm excited to answer this question because I think every all three of those things that you brought up, I think is 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 what you're going to see. I, I think again, as Steve Sarkeesian's offense, he's he's going to he's going to give you an elaborate. Uh, like uh, it's like a painter, right? He's he's gonna he's going to to paint a whole bunch of pictures uh, for defenses to have to really defensive coordinators to have to go back and look at. Oh my goodness gracious! Um, they were in this set, or they were in this formation, or they were in this formation. And I don't think it really matters what guys are lined up next to each other. I think it, it's it comes down. Because, but if you look at it, you know, Bijan Robinson lined up next to Roshan Johnson. What are you going to get? Or if you line up Roshan Johnson next to Keelan. Robinson, what are you going to get? Hell, what happens if you line up Bijan Robinson and Keela Robinson, and then you have Xavier Worthy and Jordan Whittington, and 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 a whole host of uh, you know, and a Jared Wiley that you have to can be concerned with as a defensive coordinator. So I, I think it's really not who's lined up with who. Uh, I think it it's it's going to be schemed so that whoever's on the field um, is going to be schemed to a, to a place where we have the upper hand against whatever defensive. Uh, whatever the defensive coordinator is moving forward. But definitely excited about two back sets. Uh, I think moving forward, you know, like I've said, I think you're going to see a, what what Iowa State looks like. You know, you have tight ends on the, on the field. You're going to help. You probably have a couple of running backs on the field. Um, and you're going to try to run the ball down the, the you know, the, the opposing defense's throat um, and, and then go over the top, man, to some of these speedy wide receivers, man, and hopefully you catch them off guard, man, uh, trying to yeah. pack the box with eight, eight defensive linemen. Yeah, I really like your heavy set. Like you said, two tight ends, probably uh, Brewer and Wiley, and then Roshan up ahead of uh, Bijan in a 22 personnel. But I also like that speed package you just talked about with Bijan and Keelan on one in the backfield, along with, you know, probably Whittington, Moore, and Worthy uh, and that speed package. I I don't know what you call it. I'd call it the speed package. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, just just like you said, the skill sets of different guys and moving them in and out to, to create mismatches. What you're looking to do, and again, like we said many many times, it allows for for the defensive coordinator to not get predictability to not understand what you're going to do when you line up in certain scenarios. Uh, my question to you is: We talked about Roshan, we talked about Bijan, and we talked about Keelan. Uh, where's the depth? Again, we know Danny Young's been in the program for a while. We know Gabe Watson was the D two Harlan Hill finalist. Uh, when he played at Sioux Falls. And then we know we got uh, Jonathan Brooks out of Hallettsville, be all, end all, all state running back. Uh, do you see any of these guys, one, the necessity to play them? And and two, if if we do have to play them, uh, do you see them being productive under Steve Sarkeesian this year? Uh, uh, this year, I don't see the, the – there's the necessity to play them is is comes down to how many, how many, how many carries Bijan gets. 
It, it, because it's the other two guys behind him, Roshan Johnson and Keila Robinson, are really dependent on how many carries they get based on how much how many carries Bijan gets. So as far as the necessity goes, playing Jonathan Brooks and and, and you know you're talking about Daniel Young and, and Gabriel Watson. Uh, I don't think you're going to see those guys a lot. Maybe if you're looking at probably Rice or or some other game where you know you can get your running backs out to 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 obviously because you want to minimize the wear and tear on a running back. They're the ones that take the hits after hits after hits after hits. Um, but I think. Uh, out of necessity, probably not, but hopefully you're up uh, up, up uh, a large against a couple of teams and you kind of get these running backs to play. But from an experience standpoint versus a, uh, you know, production versus experience, um, definitely one, two, and three are going to be your guys outside of those three guys. I don't think you need to really see four, five, and six. Perfect. You want to get us started with the number one, the bell cow, big guy, B. John Robinson? You know, it's superlatives. We could sit here and talk about best running back in the nation. We can talk about it's a whole bunch of things we could talk about in, in Bijan Robinson. Obviously, the biggest thing is the Heisman Trophy candidate. But when you talk to Bijan Robinson, you listen to this guy do his interviews. He, he's about as humble as humble gets, man. He, he you know, it's all it goes back all about the teams, and it goes about to you know thanking the Lord, you know, uh, about where he's at and what, what he's going to be able to do for him, not for him, but just his team. And he goes back to team and team and team and team. So I think individual awards obviously mean a lot to a lot of players. But I think when you're looking at B. John Robinson, obviously six foot, you know, six foot, 214 pounds, uh, massive guy. Uh, I, I think it, it all comes down to teams. And I think individual awards will come later. Uh, you know, obviously, 2021 preseason watch list candidate for the Maxwell Award and the Dope Walker Award. Uh, second year running back who's played in nine games and made six starts. Just like us, just like other, every other fanatic or fan of the University of Texas. Kind of figure it, kind of go back and, and, and wonder why he didn't get played more during his freshman year. But we can't worry about that anymore. Um, Steve Sarkeesian's kind of answered everyone's questions about how much he's going to get the ball, somewhere between probably 20, 20 and 25 carries, if not touches, a game. And then set a school record of 19, 19.1 yards per, per carry against Kansas State and, and averaged 8.2 yards uh, as a freshman. Uh, at, the de- in, at the end of the season, do I think – you know, Bijan has an opportunity to be the, the next Dope Walker Award winner for the University of Texas uh, since 2016. Absolutely. Do I think at the end of the season, do I think Bijan Robinson um, has an opportunity to be a top three guy uh, in, in New York, if that's where it's held at um, this year for the Heisman Trophy? Absolutely. But I think he's more concerned about individual or he's more concerned about team versus individual at this particular point. I don't know what else to say about Bijan Robinson. I'll, what are your thoughts? Uh the only thing that I think, and I'll talk about that last, uh, but like you said, he's a humble young man, uh, appreciative of the talent that he has, uh, utilizes utilizes it in the best manner possible. Like I say, a leader to his team, um, just humble. Just every time you hear him talk, it's credit to this guy, credit to that guy, credit to Coach Straight, and credit to – it's always about everybody else and, and not more, not much about Bijan. But Bijan is phenomenal. Uh, Bijan, I'm not sure the model of the car – it's all gas, no brakes, but I know what the engine is, and it's B. John Robinson. The game plan is going to start and end with him, and I, and I say that to say this. He's the guy that's going to allow whoever that starting quarterback is to be effective because if he continues to do what he did against Kansas State and Colorado next year, the play-action pass, the RPO game is going to be all gas, no brakes, and or unstoppable. Uh, but he's going to be the engine that, that that is in that car, and and I and I expect him to to have a, a monster season, uh, starting with uh, Louisiana on September fourth, and just continue that. It's just to, to me, it's just going to be all about workload. Uh, if you get up on teams, 
Do you allow him to 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 sit and not take those thirty carries when you can probably get him out of the ball game at twenty two and let Roshan Johnson and Keelan Robinson eat? But the best football player on the football team, probably the best football player in the Big Twelve Conference, and maybe the best football player in the nation. But we'll see this year. Excited to ha- excited to have him on our football team. Excited to see him perform uh, this year. Yeah. Uh, As an engine, he's built different. If you go look at pictures and stuff, uh, he's definitely that engine is definitely built different. Uh, It's crazy to see see how muscular this this guy is, man, and the hits that he can take. And and one of the things that the key Andre Coburn said about him is that uh, you got to make sure he's down because of his balance. His balance is is. Outside of just his running ability, his his balance is is crazy. The the things that he can do and the hits that he can take and and, and keep his balance and move forward. We seen that last year, and and I can tell you, Keontra Coburn said the same thing in this one of his last media availabilities. Man, your thoughts, man, on oh, Sean Johnson? Go ahead, sir. Yeah, this just one last time is we were at the spring game and that six yard rush that he had going towards the south end zone where Brendan Schooler kind of had him dead to rights and he basically held his body up with his hand was able to wet and turn back inside and, and find a way to score. We saw that against his first big run against Colorado. Like he initially got knocked back in the hole, bounced back outside and was down the sidelines for a 60 yard rush. Yeah. So like you said, his balance, his strength and his speed is, is remarkable. Uh, and the next guy I'm going to talk about is has a whole lot of uh, power and that's Rashawn Johnson, you know, six foot two, six, six foot two, where's number two, uh, 219 pound junior, uh, four-star for Port Natchez Groves. Again, he was a c- converted quarterback out of Port Natchez Groves, but he's now a third-year running back at the University of Texas, played in 23 games with one start. Again, if your backup's being named uh, to any preseason watch list uh, or preseason all-teams list, then you then you've got a pretty good room. And this is my guy. As far as we were talking about the leadership traits of, of B. John Robinson, he, he, this is another guy, Roshan Dotson, who's a team first, all about everybody else. I'll get mine. This this phenomenal man, phenomenal family. Uh, have a, we've had a chance to to conversate with his brother Dorian on multiple occasions. Just good people who are who are hungry to be great. Uh, so his career stats are, or last year's stats were 80, 80 touches for for four hundred eighteen yards, six touchdowns, caught eight balls for fifty one yards and one score. Again, this is the guy you want. On the goal line to protect Bijan, if you're up late and you're just looking for, for to grind out a game that you're up 21, 28 points, uh, this is a perfect guy for you. Yeah, uh, Roshan, and Jeremy did the notes on the running backs, and I actually add leadership, leadership, leadership to, to the end of Roshan's notes here. Um, Jeremy didn't see that, but uh, to me, that's what it's all about. And it's not just – in the locker room, it's not just when he's in front of the camera. It's when he's on the football field. And he's given a he's given the ball, and then all of a sudden he's taking three yards for fifteen yards because he's carrying guys on his back. To me, that's what gets guys fired up, man. It is is what are you what are you doing in the foxhole once you get in that foxhole or on that football field between those white lines uh, and the balls given to you? And I, and I think that's what Roshan does, man. Roshan. Outside of when he leaves the University of Texas, man, he's going to get drafted by, by an NFL football team, and this dude's going to have a long tenured, uh, long tenured um, time in the NFL. Uh, he's going to play multiple years in the NFL. Um, Roshan is our guy, man. And and it, when it comes to you know, like Jeremy said, you know, if it's if it's third and one or fourth and one, get Roshan in the game. I promise you, Roshan's not going to get you one or two. He's going to probably get you five or six. 
Um, his lean forward, his lean forward ability is 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 something that people don't realize either. Man, he, he's always moving forward, and, and as a running back, that's what you want to do. You never never want to you know move side side or backwards. Uh, always moving forward, and and that's what Roshan definitely does. Yeah, he's he's one of my favorites. Like I said, he gets the ball, hand it to him, and it's downhill, cloud of dust, knocking bodies, his own guys down in order to gain as many possible yards as he can. So tell us about the changeup. Keelan yes. Robinson, Keelan Robinson uh, transfer from Alabama, you know, going to wear number seven, five, nine, 183 pounds, sophomore. Uh, what? When I four star to Washington, D.C., when I seen this and I'm like, damn, he played eight games as a freshman for the for the Crimson Tide. You know what he's what ability he brings because uh, the chances you getting on the field um, in Alabama as a as a as a as a freshman as a true freshman um, are remarkable and, and I think that they expected things from Keelan Robinson if, if you go back and look at the boards you listen to some of the pundits from from the Alabama side they expected big things from from Keelan Robinson this year um, so definitely having excited to have him uh, the good thing about it is he already came in knowing Steve Sarkeesian's offense so even though he came in a little later he already knew what what was going to be expected of him from Steve Sarkeesian from this offense um, so I think the lag time kind of goes away uh, but you know like Steve Sar- Sarkeesian says he's my gadget guy man I don't know what that means Swiss Army knife whatever he's going to do with with uh, with Keela Robinson I'm definitely excited to see it uh, hell I think you probably gonna be lined up maybe being a two back running back set then all of a sudden you got Keela Robinson that's Moved out as a wide receiver uh, on the outside or the inside, whatever the case may be. But definitely excited about him. Carried the ball 34 times for 254 yards and two touchdowns wide Alabama. Um, your thoughts on our gadget guy, Keelan Robinson? I'm excited. Uh, again, a guy like Steve Sarkeesian has been coaching offensive big play players for since his time at USC as an offensive coordinator. Has seen plenty of playmakers. And, and I think that gadget guy is an endearment, term of endearment. I think he he's a mat to me, gadget guy means matchup nightmare. Like I'm looking to put this guy on guys that I don't think he cover. Uh, and, and I'm gonna get him the football as many times as I possibly can because I think he can go zero to hundred real quick. Uh but Keelan Robinson, like you said, he came over. He's not gonna have that 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 time to get used to the offense because he already he's had, probably has more experience. He's actually has more experience than anybody else because he's played games under Steve Sarkeesian's offense. Uh, so I think he'll he'll understand the terminology. I think he'll 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 be that guy that you see in certain situations. Uh, bust big plays. I, I expect him to be really productive in this running back room. And that's those that's the question we asked earlier. After after these three, are we going to see any more production? But I think he's going to come in and, and play very very well. And we're going to utilize him in as many possible uh, mismatches as we can. Yeah, absolutely. So if you hear the dark, the dog behind me barking um, again, she gets really excited uh, when we start talking position groups. I think she got really, really excited for the defensive line, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and now she's getting really, really excited for the running back room. So I apologize for that. Uh, but she gets really excited when we get excited. She knows we're passionate. We're getting giddy about some of these position groups. I think she just as gets as giddy either that or somebody's either that or somebody's outside uh, walking around uh, in, in the front yard. So. Uh, but outside of that, we'll keep rolling. Uh, but you're talking about four, five, and six, and Jonathan Brooks, Daniel Young, and, and Gabriel Watson. Uh, to me, one, two, and three, you're only going to play four, five, and six out of necessity. Jonathan Brooks is a four star um, out of Hallisville, Texas, and all an all state honoree district MVP. Um, slotted as number twenty running back in, in the nation according to two four seven. Um, big dude, man. He's a rumble. He's a he's a he was a rumbler at his at his position where he played football. 
um, in a small place like Houtsville, Texas, but rushed for 3,530 yards, 62 touchdowns on 295 carries uh, is, is crazy. That is crazy, crazy, crazy stats. Um, your thoughts on Jonathan Brooks, Daniel Young, and Gabriel Watson, man? Uh, 3,530 yards, 62 touchdowns. And, and he played both sides of the ball. He played defensive back as well uh, for Howitzville. It's just crazy. Uh, the endurance this kid has to have. His cardio's got to be off the charts. Again, he comes from a small school uh, at Howitzville, but productive, you know, productive in the number 20, 20 running back by, by 247 Sports. So, you know, he's a good football player. Like I said, I just don't know how much time he's going to see this year. And then you're talking about Daniel Young, a six-year senior, uh, who got plenty of playing time early as a freshman and a sophomore, but you haven't really seen much um, from him in the last couple of years. He opted out in the 2020 season. Uh, so don't know what you're going to get from Danny Young. Probably special teams contributions from from maybe him and Gabe Watson, who's also a senior, six foot two, two hundred thirty five pounds, and was the Harlan Hill finalist, you know, D 2s uh, Heisman Trophy. So guys that have experience, other than Jonathan Brooks, and have played ball games and, and taken hits, uh, probably going to be special teams contributors. Don't see him in the backfield that much. Uh, talking to Daniel Young and Gabe Watson. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. You know, um, uh, again, they added that needed depth that you wanted that running back position with the with the number of hits you're going to take throughout a season. Uh, but again, uh, you're probably going to see majority of these guys, to include Jonathan Brooks, probably you know uh, playing more special teams than 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 probably getting carries uh, on the running back room. But I can tell you, really, really excited uh, about this running back room. Really, really excited about where where Steve Sarkeesian is really going to take this offense. Really excited to finish this fall preview of positions. Um, as we're making this today, um, I think the first fall scrimmage uh, will happen uh, this afternoon. Um, so it kind of gives you an idea of when we're doing this um, on the 14th of August. Uh, but really, really excited um, about the first scrimmage, kind of see where things go. Um, and then we'll kind of do updates a- as we get them. So uh, like always, we hope you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, you know, please hit that like button. Please hit that subscribe button. If you're following us on any of our platforms, podcast, podcast platforms, uh, Google, uh, Spotify, or, or Apple, uh, please uh, follow us on those as well. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Text Football Talk, on Facebook at Text Football Talk, and on Instagram at Text Football Talk. And always hook them. Hook them.